From wherever I'm at, with your host, the magician, time traveler, and charmer, D'Artagnan. My name Bishop Bullwagger, from the first church, nothing but the truth. Don't Go Back, by Charles Neal Smith. There's an art that's as old as the Sphinx, so we're told, but as new as the blossoms spring brought. There's an art or a craft at which millions have laughed and made thinkers sink deeply in thought. It's of magic I speak when we all get a peek at mystery, goblin, and ghost. We don't care a fig to see drama or jig. The man and the wand is our host. Be he old, be he young, at it long, just begun. Not a snap does the difference make. Be he plump, be he slight, be he short, or have height, it's his magic and skill that must take. The public is fickle. Like sand will it trickle. Away from the man who goes back. For magic's sake you, pray get something new. Don't reel in some other chap's slack. It's as plain as the sun that when we've begun to lean on some other man's hit, we've gone back, sure as fate. Let us stop, ere too late, and we're forced to a final exit. For example, take Keller. Take Thurston, take Heller. Take Herman or Golden or Blitz. Did they make the grave blunder to steal others' thunder? The shade of our Imro cries nits. In this act that's as old as the Sphinx, so we're told, the top good men always will lack. The space is not small. There's room for us all, so get something new. Don't go back. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, and I am D'Artagnan, and today you have just listened to a poem straight out of the Sphinx from June of 1910, and basically its message, in case you were uh, sleeping or, or just missed it entirely, is don't be a hack. Don't go back. Don't do what's already been done. Make your own path. This is something that few magicians ever choose to do. If you go back and listen to the Michael Weber podcasts I did, you know, he really goes into uh, pretty good depth of the fact that most people calling themselves magicians 
are just doing this weird form of cosplay. They're not actually participating in any real way in the art. They're just copying, regurgitating. Now, of course, it's, you know, you, you look at a lot of stuff, it's just variations on variations. That's because the tricks themselves have no real power. In case you haven't figured this out yet. It's like everything you do around the tricks to give it meaning, to give it substance, to give it context. Those are the important things, and those are ignored by 99.9% .9 of people calling themselves magicians. Magic is a fiction. Now, the feeling of it is not a fiction. Because you can, done properly, you will stir the emotions, and the magic will seem as real as anything else in your life. But its construction is one of fiction. It's one of mythology. It comes from the same place as religion and mythos. And as Henning Nelm so aptly connected, magicians have lost touch with this aspect. They've completely forgot that this is where it comes from and that without any sort of context or meaning, it can't be magic. Simply making something vanish. Changing the face of a playing card. Having something go invisibly from hand to hand is not magic. You can call it magic because it's, and people do, mistakenly, because it's part of the art of ma performance magic. But that's the small m magic. If you've read my book, The Secret Gate, you see I delineate between what's just called magic and what is actually magic that the average person walking around relates to. Those are two different things. And so you got to learn how to make capital M magic, which is the magic that we're connected to as human beings throughout our entire lineage. Not just garbage trickery. That is the lowest form. It's just trickery and deception. And so many people have confused deception as some sort of end goal of a performance when it's not an end goal of a performance. It's merely a tool. The deceiving and the fooling of people is to, is to help move people emotionally because they then can, can connect with this magical atmosphere that you're creating or should be creating. As David Devant said in one of the podcasts I did earlier, these little fairy tale worlds that you're creating and if you read my book, The Secret Gate, you'll see why most magic and most people, uh, what they do when they call themselves magicians. I hope you've enjoyed this teaser of magic from wherever I'm at. To listen to this entire episode and the entire series of more than 150 other episodes, go over to magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. That's magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast tired of being a trickster are you not